Come on, can we appreciate this wonderful, amazing God? Come on, can we really, really appreciate? Woo! Man, the presence of God is in this place today. I'm telling you what a joy it is to be in God's presence. Something different happens when we get together. Haven't you missed it? Haven't you really missed it? Man, for so long, you know, we can really take for granted what God gives us. Man, we couldn't meet for one and a half years. And man, it was different when you were at home by yourself. But when we gathered, man, I appreciated you. I appreciated your voice. I appreciated your faith. I appreciated your excitement, your joy. I appreciated the fact that you danced. Because when I watched you dance, it gave me a reason to dance. If they can dance, I can dance. I can jump. I can hope. I can still keep showing up despite the things I'm going through. Come on, appreciate one another because this wasn't possible a few months ago. So it is a joy, an absolute joy for me. To be able to stand in this pulpit and share the word of the Lord. Thank you, Pastor Misaimi. Thank you so much from the depths of my heart for this privilege because I count it as a privilege. What a trust you've entrusted to me to stand here and share to the people of God. I'm so grateful for you. I'm grateful for my family and the support system they give me because they know I love serving you. I really do. It is so much fun for me. I look forward to seeing you. And I love the fact that they support me to do this. So, so grateful. I know we've been receiving some wonderful messages from this past few weeks. I don't know if about you, but I've been blessed thoroughly. Like I'm yani, like thoroughly blessed. God has just been feeding us God pastor's message, I felt so sad when he said he was ending his messages on, you know, renewed in the kingdom principle because I was just being blessed every Sunday. And then last week, Rebecca coming with the renewed intentional warfare. What a, what a message. What a message for us today. So let's jump into the word right now from Ephesians 2.10. Uh, Ephesians 2.10 from the Amplified. Let's read it with gusto. Let's go. For we are his workmanship, his own masterwork, a work of art created in Christ Jesus, reborn from above, spiritually transformed, renewed, ready to be used for good works, which God prepared for us so that we would walk in them, living the good life which He prearranged and made ready for us. Come on, you may be seated in the presence of the Lord. The above scripture says that we have been created in Christ Jesus. And one of the meanings of that word created is the word renewed. We've been renewed for good works. That's what we've been renewed for. But it continues to tell us that there is purpose to that renewal. 2021, God has been and is continuing to renew us. But for what purpose? To what end? I believe God is very intentional with Nairobi Lighthouse Church and has major things in store for us if we can heed and obey what the Lord is saying. John 14, 12, this is what the, the Lord tells us. I can guarantee this truth. Those who believe in me will do the things that I am doing. They will do even greater things. Come on, say greater things because I am going to be with the Father. That's the promise that Jesus gave to his disciples that you're going to be doing greater things. He was doing great things, but he promised you and I will be doing greater. While he was here, he was set on doing 
great things for the sake of the kingdom and fulfilling the Father's will. Here in this chapter, he declares to us, I love how the message puts it. He says, because I, on my way to the Father, I'm giving you the same work to do that I've been doing. You can count on it. How many of you are ready to do some great works? Okay, I don't see you're psyched enough. How many of you of late have been walking on water, raising the dead, <laughs> cleansing the lepers? How many of you, I don't know about you today, I'm here to stir your hunger for greater things. Because God has told us you can count on it. Do we believe that he went to be with the Father? Then we have been left with a greater. And I am hungry, I am desperate for greater things. There is work that Jesus has left us to be doing. And it is a great work. Haven't you ever wondered like I have that there is more, there is more for us? That there is more we are meant to be doing? That this Christian life has more for us than just waiting to go to heaven. Most of us don't have the experience like the thief on the cross. That you die and today you're in paradise. We are left here. But we are left here for a reason because God has a plan for you and he has a plan for me. And we need to be doing that plan. We're not simply meant to be existing and paying bills. But aren't you tired of just existing and paying bills? Getting an education? having a job, being promoted from one level to another, getting the thing that you've always wanted, then being bored after two days. Have you ever wanted that thing and then you got it and then you're like, yeah. what's next? We are meant for more. There's more we are meant to be doing. I feel like we're in that generation where we are bored to death and we're trying to look for stuff and yet God is telling us there's stuff. There's stuff for us to be doing. There are greater things. And I read the scriptures of God's wonderful thing, life that he has laid out for us. And there are great things that he wants us to accomplish for his sake. The early church, after the Holy Spirit came upon them, man, these people were filled with the Holy Spirit and with fire. And they left there with such an urgency doing some great works. I mean, there were some fellows who were called to just take care of widows, but man, that's not all God used them for. That's what the apostle says, Let, let's get other people to wait on tables. That's how they say it, while we pray and dedicate ourselves in the word. And this man came and there were two very specific men, Stephen and Philip, who were doing amazing things. One moment he's with a eunuch, preaching the gospel. The next the Holy Spirit takes him. Man, don't you want to just be taken? Taken. This is not fiction we're talking about. This is real life. This is the reality of the kingdom that we are a part of. And I want you to get hungry for more. Daily, the Bible says, people were being added. Daily, not weekly, not monthly, not when tingling power hits. Not when there's a good song and oh yeah, I feel that one. Daily, people were being added and we need to be doing the same. Don't you look around the world and see the struggles. See the hardship, the destruction, the devastation. See the heartaches and the like. And the, don't you just... In your heart, feel like there has to be more than this, Lord. For a believer, there has to be more than this. Don't you have this holy dissatisfaction in your life and in your walk with the Lord as you hear Jesus telling you, greater, greater things than this will you be doing. Greater things. So listen up. God has something for us today. I want to speak on this topic, renewed for more. Renewed for more. 2021 is our year for renewal, and God is renewing us for more. That word more means a greater or additional amount or degree of. God has a greater, additional amount, and degree of something for you. 
I want to repeat that God has a greater additional amount and degree of something for you. God is not done with you yet, believer. There is more in store. Life might have hit you hard and you feel you're out and dry and empty. Renewal for more is available for you today. So don't give up yet. Last week we were encouraged by the word that Miss Rebecca brought about intentional warfare, about that snake and how the snake came to them when they were tired and about to retire. That's those are the words she used. She was tired and about to retire. And isn't that like the enemy coming after you when you're tired and about to retire, when you're worn out, when the last thing you want to do is do anything, you just want to sit there and just sulk. But God is about to renew you and get you ready for more. That's what God is wanting to do. So strap on that armor and get ready. Get ready. I want to declare over this house today. I want to declare prophetically over this house that our best is yet to come. Greater things than these we are going to see. I've been in Nairobi Lighthouse Church for a long time, since 1998. That's a long time. Some of you just came the other day. I've been here for a while. People have seen me grow here, get married here, have children here. And God willing, I'm going to be here. And I've seen some great stuff. Man, we have gone for mission trips after mission trips. We've gone local trips, international trips. We've done prison outreaches at one go in two weekends. We hit all the prisons in Kenya. All of them in one go. Do you know how big of a plight that is? I have people now that we're going again to prisons that... God, what, uh, the, the, the chaplains come to me and tell me, I remember you. I remember you. We've done so many great things, but I want to declare to this house, our best is yet to come. Pastor Don, our best is yet to come. Get ready. Get ready. Get ready for it. This pandemic and all that has been unleashed, especially in the spiritual realm, is not a sign that we've lost everything. Remember, it's always darkest before the dawn. The Bible numerous times tells us of great moments coming out of great calamities. Like David, where did his fame come from? Goliath. That's where his fame came from. He was a nobody in the back of the wilderness. All of a sudden, a giant is in the land. They're terrorizing Israel. Everyone is running and he sees an opportunity. You might be facing giants. I want to tell you, it's not time for you to run. It's time for you to see this as an opportunity. It is an opportunity for you and I. So buckle your seatbelt, believer, and get ready. Get ready for greatness. Get hungry for greatness. John 15, 5 says, and this is the reason why I am the vine. You are the branches. When you're joined with me and I with you, the relational, intimate, organic, the harvest is sure to be abundant. When Christ is in us and we are in him, we are sure that the harvest is abundant, that there is more to be had. How can the creator of all things, think about it, the all-powerful, how can he be in you and you miss out on the great things? How? And, do, and, you, and allow him to do the great things. How can you, this is the thing that I was thinking about, how can the spirit of God who declared let there be, be inside of me and nothing great is coming out from me? How? Don't allow it. Don't allow yourself to live a normal, just plain, existing life. Ask the Holy Spirit, do something great through me. Now, there's something exciting about the harvest. But there's also something very exhausting about the harvest. Because it takes work to get that harvest. It takes work to get that more. 
And if God doesn't renew us, we can give up on it very easily. Harvest time can be one of the most stressful times for people. It can be one of the most stressful times. I remember going to Shag some time and there had been a famine for a long time. And then I went during the harvest. These people had gotten so accustomed to doing nothing and they got comfortable in it. When the harvest came, this is exactly what my cousin told me. I'm exhausted just thinking about the harvest. Exhausted. And most of you might be hearing the more and you're exhausted. Because the more will take work. There is a new season we're entering into. And we need to be renewed or we will be exhausted with the more that God has for us. The more that God has for us will take work. Tell your neighbor it will take work. Everyone wants to be a billionaire. But very few people want to work towards it. Very few people. We need God to come and do a new thing. Again in our hearts and lives so that we don't miss out. Don't miss out. You remember that king who went to Elisha when he was dying in 2 Kings? Crying, my father, my father, the chariots of Israel and the horsemen. People had come to take over and, he, and he's commanded, take arrows, strike the ground. And he just strikes the ground three times. He gets tired of doing what he has been commanded to do. And Elisha is upset with him because he missed out. He told him you'd have done it six, five times. You'd have won this victory for sure. But the only thing that you'll do is win it three times. Don't get tired of doing what God is commanding you to do. The Bible says, and don't allow yourselves to be weary in planting good seed. For the season of reaping the wonderful harvest you've planted is coming. So keep striking the ground. Keep praying. Keep believing. Keep standing on the word. More is coming. Victory is coming. Healing is coming. Deliverance is coming. You is here. If you're exhausted, allow the Lord to renew you because there's more in store for you. Today's Mission Sunday. And I believe with all my heart that part of the more that God has for us is the harvest of souls. It's the harvest of souls. John 15, that same scripture in John 15 verse 16 in the Passion says, You did not choose me, but I have chosen and commissioned you to go into the world to bear fruit. And your fruit will last. Because whatever you ask of my Father for my sake, He will give it to you. I want to remind you today that there is a great harvest waiting for us in the world. A great harvest. We've been commissioned to it. That word commission also means appointed. You've been appointed to that harvest. God has chosen you. He's chosen me. He's chosen us and commissioned us to go into the well and bear fruit that will remain. So why? Why? Why is God renewing us for the more? Number one, the laborers are few. Matthew 9 tells us when he saw the crowds, he had compassion for them. Because they were harassed and helpless like sheep without a shepherd. Then he said to his disciples, the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore pray honestly to the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest field. We need to be renewed because this work, as great as it is, have very few laborers doing it. Very few laborers. If you've been keen and you've been watching, this new season in the world has made people overly self aware. We are so self-aware now. And as a result, overly self-focused. We are on survival mode. The focus has shifted from others to ourselves. We no longer see the crowds like Jesus sees them. We no longer see them harassed and helpless. Our compassion for the lost has dwindled down. We say things like, I need to take care of me. Life is too short. And I need to enjoy life in this short time that I have. 
That's where the focus has shifted. Yet the Bible tells us if anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. For whoever would save his life, listen, you will lose it. But if you lose your life, you will save it. Lose your life for his sake. We need more laborers. We need more laborers and God is recruiting. God is recruiting laborers for his great harvest. Don't be caught up in the spirit of this age. Please don't be caught up in the spirit of this age and lose out on the more that God has for you. Ask the Lord even now. Renew me for the more. Use me for the more. I want to be used for the more because this is the promise that God has given everyone who is involved in the labor. He says, for the Son of Man is going to come with these angels in the glory of His Father. And then He will repay each person according to what He has done. Not what you have done for yourself, but what you've done for the Lord. May God do something new again in us so that our focus may shift to that of a laborer and not a consumer. We need laborers. We need laborers. And you've been commissioned. You've been appointed by the king to labor after his harvest. Secondly, why is God renewing us for the more? The situation is urgent. The situation we're in is urgent. You don't need to go far to see how urgent things are. Don't you not, do you not say there are four months? Sergeant, don't say there are four months to the harvest. Look, I tell you, lift up your eyes and see that the fields are white for the harvest. The Bible says ripe for the harvest. Things are urgent. Pastor just reminded me during the, first, uh, the, the, the interval between first and second, he reminded me for a farmer, harvest time is crisis time. Because you have a short window to collect it, otherwise it rots. It's urgent. The situation we're in is urgent. I love reading about the early church and how urgent they saw and approached the preaching of the gospel. Listen to Paul in Acts 14. Listen to Paul. Some of the Jews who had opposed Paul and Barnabas in Antioch and Iconium arrived and stirred up the ground against them. They stoned Paul and dragged his body outside the city and left him for dead. When the believers encircled Paul's body, he miraculously stood up. Listen to what he did. Paul stood and immediately went back. This brother has just been stoned by people. They've told him, we don't want you. Some of you, if that was you, curses, fire fall down on you. You leave that place. But the Bible says he stood up and immediately went back. The next day he left with Barnabas for Derby after preaching the wonderful news of the gospel there and winning a large number of followers to Jesus. That was his heart. There was an urgency in his heart that he needed to pick up himself and go back. The situation on earth is urgent. Again, we heard last week, Satan has set his gaze on the world. He has a strategy that is out to finish mankind. We too should have a strategy to win the world to the Lord. What is your strategy? Now, I'm constantly challenged by my dad, and I want to just say thank you for praying for us. My mom passed, went to be with the Lord, and we're doing great. In fact, I was telling pastor, the first thing I tell my dad, hey, so how are you? What are you doing? What's going on with your life? Just a few days, he tells me, I'm, I'm, I'm waiting to go back outside and win people to the Lord. 
he, had a, he has a strategy. In 2019, he wanted to win 150 people to the Lord personally. Not missions, not anything planned by the church by himself. Every day coming out, putting a target every day. He would go out and win, win, win. He'd win he won 120-something people. The next year, it was 300. COVID hit, but that didn't stop him. He looked for the closest people. Any opportunity he saw, he took. He took. As he's driving in an Uber, he would win that guy. As he's going to the market, he would stop first, call the watchman at the gate, start with him, go to the teller, start with her, move like that, like that, like that, so that he can win. What is your strategy? If you don't have a strategy, then what I'm telling you wouldn't make sense for you. It wouldn't make sense for you. You lose out on what God wants to do to you. Aren't you hungry for God to do something with your life that really matters, that makes a difference? That heaven is applauding and cheering you on? Don't you want to be part of that great work? What is your strategy? We need, like Paul, to stand up and immediately go back to our neighborhoods. Go back to our schools, our workplaces, social circles, and win many to the Lord. We don't have time to nurse our wounds due to the battle we have been in. We don't have time to bleed, saints. We don't have time. You might have been shot. You might have been down, but you don't have time to nurse those wounds. There's an urgency in the world. People need the Lord. I mean, just watch the news. Look around you. Listen to people's trials. Listen to their needs and see there's a need. There's a need. There's an urgent need for you. So I'm encouraging each and every one of you. We don't stop till the work is over. So see you at the harvest fields. God has more for us. God has more for us. I'm praying for us today. That God will use us like he's never used any generation before us. That the greater things that God has promised in his word will be our daily. The miraculous will be our normal. The Bible says, go. As you go, preach saying, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Heal the sick. Raise the dead. Cleanse the lepers. Cast out demons. Freely you've received it, so freely give it. Not freely you've received it, keep it. Freely you've received it, give it. God is calling you today. There's a call going out. And God is calling you. And he wants to use you. He wants to use you. I want God to use me the way he's used Pastor Don. I want to have the same stories and the same adventures that he had in Pate Island, in Lamu, that he came to this city and was walking around the city prayer walking and he would go to offices making appointments with CEOs just to see them so that he can share the gospel with them. As a result, he opened this church and look at where we are, you and I. I want my own story. I want to be like a Pastor Nelson who goes out and every opportunity he gets, I want to come and tell you the testimony. I want five people to the Lord. I want to be like Pastor Samuel going to a place where there is war, but war doesn't stop him. They're still opening churches. They're still making a difference in their nation and things are turning around. I want that to be my testimony. I don't want to just hear their stories. I want to leave those stories. God is recruiting today. Will you be part of that number? Father, in the name of Jesus, look upon your people today. Look upon your people today. If there's any willing heart in this place, take it. Take advantage of it. 
grab it, captivate it, arrest it for your, for your sake. Fill us with more, more of your spirit. The spirit will go out and make a difference. You've promised in your word greater things, greater things. The Christian is meant to be a, a species that is peculiar to the people of this world. We are meant to stand out. We are meant to shine bright. We are meant to be like a city on a hill. God, use us today. God, use me today. This is my cry for Nairobi Lighthouse Church, that God will be dissatisfied with the normal. We'll be dissatisfied with the enough. We'll be dissatisfied God, with just getting by. The Lord, something on the inside is going to begin to star us up, to rise up and begin to do what your word tells us. We need Need to be doing this is meant to be our daily so i pray and decree greater greater things i decree over your life i speak over your spirit man greater things i release the power of the holy spirit to begin to manifest itself himself begin to manifest through your hands begin to manifest through your thoughts begin to manifest through your actions begin to manifest as you live out this christian life the way god wants you to do that your righteousness will shine forth that you begin to become an attraction for people to begin to be drawn to the kingdom of god that the world will begin to look dimmer and dimmer as the kingdom of God begins to get brighter and brighter through you in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, I release your people to go out full of your power, full of the anointing, full of your fire to begin to accomplish great and mighty tasks for your kingdom. No more normalcy, no more normalcy in the mighty name of Jesus. Raise up a great army today. Raise up a great army today that will make a difference in this world, in this generation, in this time for the glory and honor of your name if you believe it say amen come on if you believe it say a good amen come on let's appreciate our king Woo. so i better see you in the harvest fields i better see you in the harvest let's meet at the harvest fields Nairobi Lighthouse church we've sat for too long it's time for us to go back to the harvest field pick up your tools there's so many tools that we've been given from this house. Pick up your tools, your sickle, and go out and let's begin to work. Let's begin to work for the kingdom. The king is about to return. The king is about to return. What will you have to show the king? What will you have to show the king? Come on, he's coming with his mighty angels in the glory of his father. And he's going to reward everyone for what they have done. Remember that. Remember that. Amen. Bless you, church. Have a great, great life-changing week in Jesus' name.